Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Reporting live from our trough of goss, it's Hog House of Gossip with Clara Kavna and Sophie Lyons. Oink oink bitches! We are here to give you a weekly dose of pop culture nourishment, fresh from the farm, fresh from the of goss, the house of goss. <laughs> Reporting live for you and you only. I love fresh from the farm. Fresh from the farm. What's that phrase from farm to table? Yes. From trough to mouth. Yeah, trough to fork. Yeah. Farm to fork. Farm to fork. Which should be the farmhouse of Goss. <laughs> Before we get into the big, celebby, juicy, show busy stories we want to talk about this week, we want to hit up top with what we are loving and hating from this week. But before we get to that, Sophie, I have a mini headline report of some interesting but probably useful facts. Are you ready? Yeah. Hit me. Oh my God, do you watch Real Housewives? No. <laughs> oh, name them. Name them. Have you seen that? No. Oh, name them. <laughs> sync's Bye Bye Bye. You know that iconic naughty song? Love it. Almost didn't happen. Guess who it was given to who refused it? Was it another boy band? Yeah. Not New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, Boyzone, Westlife, nope. Five. Everybody get up, sing it. Oh, they two, almost got three. bye bye bye. Yeah, their song, one of the songwriters was interviewed recently and he said that bye 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 was originally written with a rap chorus. The songwriters thought it would be better to bring it to a band who wanted to dabble in rap. Well, JT loves a bit of rap. Mm-hmm. But at the time, Five was attempting to become a rap band, so the songwriters thought it would be a good fit. Five rejected what would become NSYNC's Bye 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 as they did not want to have a rap-pop crossover and compete with other artists who were already doing that successfully. As a result, the song swung back to NSYNC. But, like, Five had a rap. Oh, they did. Uh, Was it not Jay? Jay! The tall guy. He was a rapper. Who, I believe, in that series where, you know, where they reunited the bands, like they reunited Steps and Bewitch. yeah. I think they called Jay the bully of the band. Oh, Jay. And one of them was like standing up to Jay. I'm pretty sure. Well, you got the feeling it's after dreaming of again now tonight. One if you come, two if you three <laughs> make you feel out. That na 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 na. Na na. And when they're all in the, in the rain and they're toxic. You can down to the floor. Yeah, they did have a rapper. They did. Mm. So, and maybe they saw how successful Bye 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 was. It's nearly 500 million streams on Spotify and like bajillion views on YouTube. So, well, you know, when you hear after the fact about actors that either passed or were supposed to get a role and didn't, and you're like, God, that's mad. Yeah. And it's these big roles. Like, mm. that must haunt them. 
I know. Like all the people who should have been in Friends or like audition for or Friends. Or they're like, I passed on it. And then like, it must be really bizarre for them. Like Britney Spears was meant to be Rachel McAdams in The Notebook. Her audition tape was great. It was so good. Her crying was so real. She was obviously crying about it was Justin. was really good. Okay, number two. Miss Adele, we think, has gotten married. Yeah, I saw that. Good for her. To Rich Paul. What a name. I know that's his like real name, but like Rich Paul. He seems fabulous. But sorry, I'd love my name to be Rich Clara. Like that's the best name. You know, people's second names are their <laughs> Yeah, Rich Sophie. Rich Sophie. Good old Rich on the phone. It was at an Alan Carr show in LA that she was at. Always with Alan Carr. <laughs> yeah, the besties. I'd say they have a right laugh. His story of the wedding. Oh. <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes. It's on Table Manners. It's like an oldie but a goodie where he talks about the wedding that Adele organised for him. The day just couldn't get any better. I've listened to that episode over and over again. It's so funny. They seem like great pals. But yeah, apparently they got married. Someone in the audience was like, oh, has anyone got married recently? And Adele screamed, I did. So, and she's now wearing a wedding ring at a Lakers game or one of those. Love that. Many congratulations. Get that ring, honey. Mm-hmm. Rich Paul. Slay Rich Paul. And lastly, have you seen Dolly Parton? Wearing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader uniform. Perform- uh, she was performing during like a Thanksgiving halftime show. Does she have a new book out? Uh, she's got a new body out. Go- just go and Google the photo. Will I send you the... Just Google Dolly Parton. <gasps> oh my goodness. She is effervescent. I know. Her bejeweled stomach. Yeah. Unbelievable. She, yaddy, 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 yaddy. she yaddy, is yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. amazing. I know. So just props to Dolly Parton just living her truth. At- 77. Mm-hmm. Holy baloney. Looking fine. Good for her. So good. Okay, now headlines out of the way. Okay, what are you loving or hating? J'adore or j'adore? Mine is a j'adore this week because... I found like in the last two weeks amongst just like chatting to people and then myself, there is a really great flood of reality TV at the moment. I think it always kind of happens in November is when stuff launches and comes back. So the Kardashians are on, which kind of form part of our conversation and the bigger topics later. Beverly Hills Real Housewives is back and... We've been waiting for it for so long because if you watch it, you know that like Kyle and Mauricio are separated, etc. And then Miami Real Housewives is back and that's just all types of zesty. And then I'm a Celeb. I've been watching a bit of I'm a Celeb. I always like I'm a Celeb. I was a few nights late watching it, but I like it. My jour is Mm. the the wealth of reality television on circulation at the moment. How's Jamie Lynn getting on in I'm Slept? She's a blubbering mess. Oh, really? Jamie Lynn can't stop crying. About what? I think, to be honest, I'm thinking if it was me, like, I'm like, oh, get over yourself. But I'm just thinking, if you're put across the continent into a jungle, you don't know anyone you miss your kids and she's gone through a lot I suppose in the press recently about her sister mm. it would be kind of like going to Irish college and being homesick oh. but 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 also being a mother yeah a mother 
uh, just like a homesick thing. But she was like, oh, I, I felt like I was like, oh, stop crying. And then I was like, oh, I actually, do you know what? I see where you're coming from. But she won a challenge and then she's like, her spirits are up. Do you think she could be on the like public, you know, like loads of people go on, so I'm a celeb to have like a, get the British public to know them. So then they have this big redemption arc. Do you think Jamie's on the way for that? Do you feel sorry for her? No, I don't feel sorry for her. Nigel Farage was like, oh, well, you know, the thing is, if you're doing the tasks, that's 20% of the airtime. Oh. So he's like aware of the airtime and stuff. Like people, it's very calculated. And people were saying Jamie Lynn Spears wasn't leaving, like walking, because you have to do three days to get your pay. Three days isn't very long. No, it's not. Like Nigel Farage, if he left... 500 and you can see his bum what because like when he's showering you like can kind of see his bum ew and then they were like oh like i saw nigel's bum (laughs) marvin humes wow really he has like an eight pack he has v cuts he seems so nice and sweet him and rochelle are the dream oh pop star couple what a like dynasty couple yeah oh uh tell me about yours what's yours so interestingly, I visited test this week that I have nothing to watch and all my favourite shows have ended and now I am feel like I've been like pushed off TV cliff and I have nothing to watch. Oh. Big Brother finished. Maths finished. They're not telling me when Traitors is coming back. Their Kardashians is fine, but that's just like one show a week. I need something like, I'm used to like the every day. What do I watch when I'm eating my dinner? And I don't know. I'm, ugh, I just felt, I never really feel like I've gelled with the Housewives franchise. I'm more of a drag race girly, but again, that's ending next week. And I was on a podcast yesterday, Sissy That Pod, yes. talking all about it, but also it was the penultimate episode. So, oh, please go and listen to it. It's a fabulous podcast if you're a drag race fan. I can't wait to listen to it. When is it out? It's out already. And Keenan and Aaron are just so, they're so funny. They're great. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, no, it was great. But like drag race is finishing. So I just feel like I've been pushed off a TV cliff and I have nothing to watch. There's nothing worse. So I'm just watching Gavin and Stacey reruns. You see, yeah, I'm a rewatcher. Mm. I rewatch everything. <laughs> like, I'm not really that into new shows. But if you've any telly recommends, please hit me up on Instagram. I have one that I told you about ages ago The Resident. Is that the one on Disney? Is that a yes, medical? And it's six to seven series, six series. I've since found out it's been cancelled now. Oh. And that was a journey I took this year. That. <laughs> O-M-G. I got so many people into it. Oh, wow. Okay, writing that one down. You're not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. You're like, oh, wow, let me write it down. Cool. No, I might give it a go. I'm pretty desperate. You're an automatical <laughs> drama gal. Also, Pete Doherty with Louis Theroux. Sorry, I am dying for that because Joan Collins came up, was up. I have to watch that one. It's harrowing. He looks so different. It's very dark. Don't watch it if you're in a like fragile way at all. Delicate state. Yeah, okay. it's, it's actually really sad. Okay, sorry. Okay, I have a bit more hope in the world now with Louis and the resident. Louis so funny. <laughs> I'm like, bring back traitors. Let's go. So let's be very candid with the listeners. Clara and I were humming and hoing over topics. We had these sort of overarching little sort of 
brainwave ideas and then we <laughs> brainwaved it over WhatsApp. And then we've come with two kind of joint topics, I suppose we could say, that we both want to talk about, but n- neither of us know the other one's opinion. Mm, yes. And the first one is spurred from the penultimate episode of Kardashian season four on Disney. And it's, they're going to the Met Gala. So the Met Gala is the Karl Lagerfeld theme. And what stood out to me in this episode is, it, the whole thing was just about Northwest. The episode, there wasn't really anything else going on except for Northwest being Northwest. <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled, so like, I won't say too much, but it's too much. I know she's a sassy 10-year-old. She's fabulous. Don't get me wrong. The amount of air time she got on that episode was absurd. It was a lot. Now, to set the scene for those who haven't seen the episode, why don't we just give a little rundown of North's kind of insults or straight shooting from the hip. So when she saw Kim in her dress, the Scaparelli. Bear in mind, the designer is there. <laughs> Who thought he was being punked and ripped alive by a 10-year-old. Also, sorry, but Kim is like, tell us your notes, tell us your notes. And I'm like, he's standing right there. It's not right. Yeah, she's like, you look like a Hawaiian girl and your dress is all ripped up. There's way too many gaps in the pearls. The pearls are cheap. Yeah, yeah. I just I just don't like how it looks from the dollar store, she told Kim. The pearls look fake. And then the your man, the designer, was like, it's like I'm being punked the night before the Met getting grilled by a nine-year-old. But he's he's being serious. Like I'd say, he's like, why are there cameras here in your doors insulting me? Like, obviously, pinch of salt, but honestly. So funny. And then in the 2021 Met Gala outfit where Kim went in like the Balenciaga all black, you didn't see her face. Yeah. She said, it looks like you're getting covered by a plastic bag and you're suffocating and can't see. <laughs> good one, Norris. Pretty good read. In the episode, mm-hmm. it's North and Penelope and Kim is like, I'm going to take them for Met weekend, which is so exciting. It's fabulous, right? Mm. Every child and or adult would love that. But Penelope's dressed like a 10-year-old, like as one would. Yeah. But like, I mean, I think every now and again, she's holding like a Chanel bag and stuff. That's obviously her mum's. But like, that's cute. It's like dress up. North is fully wearing heels. I know. You sh- sorry, yeah, she's really not acting like a any 10 year old would and look she she isn't any 10 year old she'll never be any 10 year old but this is 20 plus I'm thinking yeah and like I also think like while I do really enjoy the truth bombing because like Kim can create such a veneer and this is like you need a pimple patch your house is ugly you can't cook I prefer dad's apartment well, some of it is like funny reads, but like, does she really understand what she's doing? No. And she's so, exactly. So it's kind of like, I must say when I was watching the the bit with, uh, what's it, Scaparelli. Yeah. I did, I don't know, I, while she was kind of being a bit rude about it, or like, you know, she could have had a bit more, like Kim was like, can you say it in a nice way because you're hurting people's feelings. But like, I kind of thought she had, like, she does have that kind of vision and maybe it's just like put upon her or whatever, but she does... Like what she was saying was kind of like right in parts. You're like, am I agreeing with Northwest? Like, (laughs) does she have a point? I do not agree with a 10 year old giving a world class designer notes (laughs) like that whatsoever (laughs) via your mum. Like, no. (laughs) 
No, like that. He's I a think professional designer, and he's like, this is a big night for him. And you have a ten-year-old talking to the mom, but him standing there, and she's mm. going, "That looks cheap and stuff like that." I mean, obviously, kids and stuff. It's it's funny and stuff. But I they just, say the darndest things. But I just think entertaining that past a certain point is ridiculous. And she's like, okay, we're listening. We're absolutely listening. It's like, mm. hang on. And like, I think feeding her North's, not ego, but like her, you know, that would make your confidence build and build and build. If you're like the coolest girl in school, you've got like these iconic, world famous celebrity parents. But then like you're building her up. It's all, what this really reminds me of, it's not a great comparison, but you know, the Disney kids, like any of those, Lindsay Lohan, Selena Gomez. Oh. Era, era. Yeah, or like even... Demi um, Lovato, Jonas Brothers, The Mickey Mouse Club, Hilary Duff, oh, <laughs> Raven Simone, the Olsen twins. That crew. Oh my God, it was amazing. <laughs> but I think, you know, they, they were all kids who had this like fame. No, to be fair, they were more into their teens. This girl is a 10-year-old wearing Chanel. No, no, but uh, sorry, sorry. My, my point is, it's like they're young people who've been thrust into a limelight with all these like pressures on them. You know, I, I just think it would be very hard to grow up and like hor- hormonally change in front of the cameras under this spotlight. Oh, you could So by, by Kim and um, Kanye letting her have a whole episode of the Kardashians and they're really giving her a platform. Like she, she was interviewed on her own in a magazine. It was ID magazine, wasn't it? And she said she had the best style. She was her own style icon, I think. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, she, and like, I know she comes across like funny or whatever and stuff, but it's just kind of like, that's a lot to like, the, all this, like, she's now like a household name and to thrust that all on a 10 year old, it's just not very like, uh, I don't think it's very, it could be okay. No kid comes out unscathed by being famous when they're younger. Look at Macaulay Culkin. Look at like, you know, they'll never, like, I hope she proves this wrong, but I just think it's like, oh, it's, it's, kind of da- not dangerous but like it's very risky placing all that attention but they're also like if you look at the whole episode the at one point north is sitting on the couch when they've gone to the match so they've left for the match north is sitting on the couch in this hotel room next to kim's stylist and she's just making jabs at everyone on the <laughs> carpet but she's talking to the cameras yeah and if you Put yourself in a bird's eye view of what's happening. There's two to three cameras and maybe six to seven people just there looking at her mm. while she's going around jabbing. And then, you know, the stylist is like, ah, ah. Yeah. and like, they're all like, she's loving it. Like it's, Kim was like, I think she's like a little Joan Rivers. And I it's know. like, it's gone to her head, gone to her head. It is, but ha- having that on camera for everyone to see when you're 10 like there also is an episode where she like passes gas on the i can't say that effort the she passes gas and like kim starts laughing and then scott is laughing and then north's kind of giggling because she's like a nine-year-old or whatever and then she keeps doing it it's like that's now on air for everyone to see like that's just a little example Mm. but i'd say there's no harnessing it no and like but like 10 year olds should be acting like 10 year olds and F bombing all over the place or like being a bit silly. That's where you see like it, I suppose like compare it to Penelope, like her closest age cousin, like oh, I say Penelope is like, 
Yeah. Where it's like, I just think this has all gone to North's head and she's, she realises and she's like, to be exposed to fame at that young an age. And I know there's no hiding from it because they're like the most exposed family on the planet. But like, you know, look at Mason. We haven't seen him in years. Like there's ways to avoid it. And like North obviously has the personality and wants this attention. But like now, rock star. <laughs> she's fabulous. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Sorry, move over. <laughs> move over, Robbie Williams. Honestly, she's kind of like what I would want to be at that age. But I'm just, I'm yes. just thinking now, indulging a child like that onto TV is insane. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Kim's gone like, oh, my daughter is pretty gas. Let's kind of get some mileage out of her. Of course she is. Mm. You, you would, though. You'd be like, oh, my daughter's hilarious, like roasting everyone on the red carpet. Yeah. And like when you think of Nepo babies, like it's kind of a, like a pretty iconic one. But like I do, it's kind of like one of those funny things because you're like, I love Northwest roasting people. Like I'd love her to roast me. In the Chanel. In the Chanel. But then it's kind of like, oh, I just don't know if this is okay. Like should a 10-year-old really have... A head this big. It's confusing <laughs> on so many levels. But then also I was doing a bit of Googling there and there's like, there's so many articles just on her. Yeah. And they're talking about she's had beauty treatments done and, you know, she's a joint TikTok with her mum, apparently photoshopping images. But if you compare her to like, look at Blue Ivy. Okay, Blue Ivy was fairly exposed during the Renaissance tour coming out to dance with her mum on stage in front of like, 50,000 people a night or whatever. I understand like what do celebrities do with their kids? Cause like they're not going to go and become an accountant or like a, have a regular job. So I think it's up to the parents to pull them down to earth. But then you've got, obviously I'm always going to think everything Beyonce does is amazing, but Blue Ivy doesn't have a TikTok. We don't know much about her. We just know that her dancing has vastly improved during the tour. So like there's ways to like, you know, to expose the kids not that the Beyonce, you know, exposing your kids to 50,000 people watching every night is probably not a great idea either. But it's like, should we really know, see, be seeing this much of North? However, I'm just thinking like, if that was my child, I'd be like, yeah, go on, roast them. Also, if someone was like, you shouldn't be doing that, I'd be like, this is my child. So, you know. Yeah, don't tell me what yeah. to do. Oh, 100%. And like, it's gas. However, on an episode or on some interview Kim did not that long ago, she was like, none of my kids know what's happening between Kanye and I. And the interviewer is like, how do you, how do you keep that mm. a secret? Like they all have phones. You see that they all have phones. And then, you know, North has like a TikTok account and all this kind of stuff. And she was like, I'm not sure. Like, but I'm like, but they're all over the internet. And they go to school. It's, yeah, that must be awful. I don't know. I don't know if I believe Kim saying that because the, the one thing I hate about this Kardashian new season is 30%, if not 50% of the episodes are Kim. I can't stop working. I can't stop being I a great agree. mom. I can't stop. I can't turn off. Like, I just don't know how to stop working and how to stop being so successful. Here's me doing like, and like, obviously the prison work she's doing is amazing and but, but like it's just like and then all the other characters or like sorry all the other family members are like kim's amazing kim they amazing. are it's just like it, it's, it's a, like a complete like love bomb wankathon for kim and it's just so it's, it is it's just too much it's just like show and then it's like oh i just want to protect my kids like i'm being the best single mom ever like they don't get to see everything it's like i i get them up. i don't believe her i get them ready for school <laughs> You've, we all like, do. She was on. Yeah, we all do. But she was on that um, podcast. What's his name? Oh, Jay Shetty. Oh my God, I couldn't listen to it. 
I was like, yeah, she was like, oh, I have nannies and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, y- you you have a much easier time of it. I know she's defended it on the show or whatever, but it's like, you can't control four kids when every single episode you're ne- you're barely with them. You know, it's like you're always ga- out gallivanting. Like the kids are with the nannies the whole time. Like, you know, so you can't say you can control that they're not getting any of the Kanye news. That's just like we're writing Kanye out of the show narrative. That's I, 100%. If Norris has a TikTok account, she knows what her dad's doing. Like there's no... However, I think just on a closing note, potentially the reason that we're seeing on Real Housewives, Beverly Hills, for anyone who watches it, Garcelle, one of the women, she has two twins and they're, I think, 16. And the episodes are only like, I think, 40 minutes. And like over the last few episodes, because it's only just come back, I think it's on the third or the fourth, her sons are getting a huge amount of, as in if you divide it up by six people, her sons are getting like a lot of the airtime out of that episode like percentage wise they're in it a good Mm. bit and i'm just like i know she's a mum, so that's a bit of her story narrative yeah but then i'm just thinking like we're seeing that we're seeing like a lot more of the kids on kardashians you see them on all the real housewives and stuff like that and i'm just thinking it's probably a bit for the kardashians a bit of light relief with north yeah and all the kids and maybe a bit of pressure off the other ones to bring like some new drama and stuff like that. Mm, it's kind of like funny filler. I think so. Because it is fun. It is. And it's kind of like... It fu- is. It's just not what I'm tuning in for. No. And it's it's like how Scott Disick used to bring the kind of lols and lighter elements. Yeah. To and it's, it's now North. Poor old Scott. Poor old Scott. I can't wait to see what Cordy's baby looks like. I know. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> 
She is money hungry. I've no doubt she's incredibly talented and I've no doubt we have a lot of Swifties listening. And I don't mean like if people were saying this about Beyonce, I would be like blasphemy. I just think Taylor's very good at like courting the attention and she has this like MO of like world domination. And I think especially when her career took a bit of a knock with the whole Kim and Kanye thing and the uh, reputation tour and the snake narrative, she's kind of come back all guns blazing with like what sounds like an iconic tour, can't falter, like three hours of music and every hit she's ever sung, the re-recording of all the albums and, you know, speak your truth. (laughs) Just her, her music has never landed with me. I'm just, that's not my buzz. As we know, I'm more of a Trevor Nelson girly, but (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to him earlier. You know, that's my jam. But with Tay-Tay, I just, you see, I read this article in the Sunday Times years ago when she was in her like squad era, when she, uh, era. Oh my God. Remember the bad blood. Yeah. And she had all the, like she was fighting with all the girls and it was all the girl gangy. And there was an article written uh, by a Sunday Times journalist who was uh, taken on the road with her during an American run of one of her tours. And they wrote like a mediocre review of her, one of her Vegas shows. And then she was, the reporter was cut, not invited to any of the after parties. It was when she's gone out to them, Calvin Harris, not invited to any of the after parties, not invited to any more of the gigs, was like removed from the circle. And she was like, I didn't even give a... Sorry, the reporter was mer- removed from... The press tour. So like a, a, like an artist would take press with them on tour to report. But have they not already reported it? Yeah, they reported from like a Vegas show on the American run. And they were supposed to continue on. Yeah, and they were shunned. Shunned, shunned, shunned. Like passes, couldn't get them, blah, blah, blah. And like oh, after a mediocre review... And I just think, well, I've heard she's very nice to journalists and super nice to fans. Just since then, I've just always had a be in my bonnet about Miss T-Swizzle. I just think like for somebody who doesn't want any media attention, she constantly courts it. And I think she appeals to such like a wide variety of people. Definitely, she's an amazing songwriter and the songs hit a, hit a chord. But like she's just come out of this seven year relationship with Joe Aldwin and then now jumping in with Travis Kelsey and you know, taking him on tour and seeing wherever and just like then everybody gets really involved. So I just think, I just find the whole, by going out with an NFL player, you're like accessing, both of them are accessing two new audiences for each other. And I just feel screams of PR relationship. I think like she's like on the biggest tour, selling tour in the world. But like, what I don't like about, there's little things I don't like about Taylor. Like she's re-released all her albums, but they all come with different colours. And then you, you so yeah, so it puts all this pressure on her young fans or their parents to buy all this stuff for her. And like some of the, the album artwork like folds out into a poster, but you need to finish the thing, the uh, the, to finish the poster and the, pu- it's like a puzzle. So you need all four of the exact same album that might have one or two songs different. And then because people are so obsessed with her, they have to buy it. And I just think it's, it's, it's just sold on like immediacy and prying on teenage girls. She's a commodity, basically. Yeah, it's like, the, do you remember that prime drink that those two YouTuber, KSI and... Aaron Paul did they were going for like this energy drink was going for thousands like it's just this hype machine and then now you can get them in Sainsbury's or like you get them anywhere for two quid so it's just I like I just think she's such a PR mastermind like hype 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 and I just think this is the unity 
with this guy, this Travis Kelsey fella. And I just, I don't know why everyone's so invested because they're not going to last. So I was actually looking it up because I like Taylor Swift. I love her songs. Mm. I don't know them all. I've seen her in concert. She was great. I think we all mm. see a bit of ourselves in Taylor, like the way she goes through relationships <laughs> and, mm. you know, kind of like, you know, when you see her after she's drinking and stuff and like she's a bit of a mess and like, it's great. Oh, the VMAs, the VMAs this year, she was living her best yeah. life. Yeah, and let's be frank, she she isn't the coolest girl. Like mm. she's not. But that's why I think everyone, girls gravitate towards her because they're like, you're a pop star. But like that's what they were talking about when she had that girl squad. They were like, this is a girl screaming out who like wasn't that cool when she was in school. And now she has these mm. celebrity friends, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I like her. But I just think, was it you who said uh, pop culture is like, was it you? But they were just like, Taylor Swift is pop culture. Like as in everyone knows something about Taylor Swift and that she's never not yeah. in the news. And I was looking it up because I was like, why are people... Like, it's just her that's always in the news. Every new relationship, all the time. So I was looking it up. And apparently the whole thing about why people are obsessed with her is they have a parasocial relationship with her, like kind of like an imaginary relationship. Um. So it might be that they're really interested in their personal life or they're really rooting for good things to happen to them, which I think is true with Taylor because she got so fucked over by a Joe Jonas, a Harry Styles whoever mm-hmm. and you know they miss her when she's not on tv or on the stage and stuff like that and apparently fans left flowers outside her apartment in new york city when she broke up with your man joe Oldwin. wow yeah but then also we've all grown up with her like she started at 17 years old and she's now mm, she's girl next door for sure yeah she's relatable then she's always doing easter eggs in her videos for symbolism which we all everyone like kind of frenzies over um, and fans see themselves in her. The thing about her being relatable, like Girl Next Door is like, our like pop culture and our society is so Western world and white focused. And like Taylor speaks to all those people to kind of put it, this is putting it a bit basically, but you know, it's like a white woman singing about white woman problems. So, and if the world, if our society values white women the most or is filled with the m- more white women than other ethnicities, well, then you're going to be the most popular. Did you see that thing about her going to games in order to change her like SEO? So we are going to post this video in the show notes because, so do you remember... Taylor Swift got in loads of trouble. She was like the number one celebrity for using their private jets the most and like their carbon footprint was the biggest. Taylor Swift goes to one New York City Jets, I believe, game. So now anytime you Google Taylor Swift Jets, what comes down? Taylor Swift at the game, NFL, doof, 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 doof. no more private jets. That's very interesting. And there's no smoke with that fire, eh? Chris Jenner works hard, but Taylor Swift works harder, I think. And like your man, Travis Kelsey, right? So, you know, his jersey has sold out and he is a podcast. I assume it's about football. That's now like the number one podcast. It's been like charting since they've got together. It's now like the number one podcast in America. And like apparently his career is kind of coming to an end. So it's like obviously footballers, they don't like, you know, they last until they're like mid 30s. Yeah, they retire. So he's probably thinking about what he's doing next. I know nothing about this man. Just, you know, this is just my um, pessimistic speculation 
But like, you know, you'd be thinking about next steps and then you're going, oh, like I'm going out. Like it might, they, sorry, they look very in love. Like, what do I know? But I just think there's, he's very aware of her fame. Obviously, it'd be hard not to be. And like, he's used to like NFL attention. But now he's saying that Wall Street Journal article that he's like, I've never dated anyone with that kind of aura about them. I've never dealt with it. So like this kind of level of, he seems very like comfortable with her level of fame. But that's t- to a great financial benefit to him because he's more valuable on the Kansas City Chiefs. He's more, I think he's meant to be really good. But you know, it's like his jersey's selling out, his podcast is doing really, he becomes... It's by osmosis. He becomes richer by going out with Taylor Swift for that way, so... I would just be questioning everybody's intentions. I'm way too... I'm not a very um, sceptical, suspicious person, but I would be if I was famous. My God. <laughs> you, not you personally. One would get so paranoid, wouldn't you? Oh, me. Yes, and one. <laughs> no, but you would, like... You would. You'd be like, what, what's their intention? Is it because of me? Like, you know, if you're out and, like, a guy comes up to you and chats to you as a girl, mm. you're like, oh, that's nice. But you probably don't really think anything of it. If you were famous and a guy came up to you, you'd be like, why is he talking to me because I'm famous? Or is it because he thinks I'm good looking? Or like, Mm. is he working for (laughs) the Daily Mail? Like, you just wouldn't know. Yeah, how can you trust these people? Uh, But yeah, apparently Travis Kelsey has always been a a Swifty. What were the red flags? Hang on. I just think if he's always been a Swifty, it's like... Mm. What are you getting at? And it's like his mum is a fan. <laughs> Just, I'm way too sceptical. Now, okay, The View women warn Taylor Swift of Travis Kelsey's red flags, asking, what's he hiding? I love The View women, by the way. I love, I used to watch The View every lunchtime. They're so sassy. So, The View women warn Taylor Swift to be careful as they voice their concerns about the pop star's newest relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs tight end. Sorry, tight end. The term tight end is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) He plays tight end. (laughs) And you know in rugby, it's like, he's a hooker. It's like, who made these games? Like, Absolute icon. Sonny from The View said, some of the things he raised were red flags for me because he said, the biggest thing to me is to make sure I don't say anything that would push Taylor away. And then Sonny wants to know, what's he hiding? For me, I want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly up front. My husband showed me all the stuff and I was like, why am I marrying this man? But he's sending in his representative so he doesn't offend Taylor in any way. That's not real life. People offend you sometimes. That's not real life. I've been offended many times. <laughs> yeah, I offend and I'm offended daily. <laughs> like you shouldn't have to go and send in someone to like sense check. You, Censor you. Your crush. That's, that's full of you censorship on yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> that what is a tight crazy. end. And this tight end, yes. Um, so jo- Joy Behar from... The View. Oh, yeah. Said she originally didn't like Travis Kelsey because he was very sexist in his high school days. But look, that was like... 20 years ago. You can forgive people for that. And she credited him for not being intimidated by Swift's star power. And Alicia, one of the other hosts, praised him for pursuing Taylor in an age where millennials, a lot of the men just do not go for women. But I don't think millennial rules apply to like superstar famous people. 
Uh, but then they've started raising the point of like, she's just out of a seven year relationship and you're jumping in. Is Travis Kelsey like a bit of a palate cleanser? You know, like she's not broken up with Joe Alden that long, you know, to jump into another relationship. Again, though, why does everyone care? That's it. Sorry. Why do I care? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, they're like, oh, you better be careful here. And it's like, why do you care? Leave her be. Like, she's a woman out dating. Like, they're always like, and she hasn't had kids yet and she's 34. Leave her be. Although in saying that, maybe I should let Northwest be. Yeah. But but in saying that though, like she, Taylor is putting this in front of our faces every day. Anytime you open TikTok or a news website or go on Instagram, you see them. Oh, like where she goes out is very public. As in when she went out with Sophie Turner, they went out to some real hot spot. And it's like, if you want to go in the back door, you can go in the back door. Exactly. She courts the media. She courts the attention. Love the term court. You, but you can ease there she's promenading all over the world with this man i think everyone feels like they have an opinion on it it's because like well it's put in her face all the time so for her to go I, that's what i hate when she says like oh everyone needs to stop commenting on my relationships it's like well like nobody talks about other celebrities because they're not, it's not in your face all the time yeah like we don't know yeah like they're papped everywhere they go and like she's scoring them in concerts you are stoking the flames this isn't just coming out of nowhere no you're adding <laughs> fire you're adding tomato to the pizza dough you know that old saying you're putting the cheese on top of the bread mm. you're buttering the bread you know that old saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah just o- o- over egging it i think and then i think it's so rude to go why is everyone so interested in my love life it's like well maybe use a back door once in your life babes oh my god on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel good after those two rants. Thank you very much. So, it was quite feisty. It was. I just I liked it. You know, two highly overexposed girls, women, shall we say. I don't know what to call North. <laughs> females. Females. There we go. Two very overexposed females. Um, but before we go, Sophs, it, you're up this week for a recommendation. What... Would you like to share with our lovely um, group circle? I was about to recommend something stupid because I couldn't think of anything. And then I realised I found this exquisite Instagram page during the week. <laughs> it's called Cinema Spells. Just the word Cinema Spells. And okay. it, the tagline is, Your shop and space for film and TV fashion. Identical, rare, vintage and <gasps> modern pieces. It's this lady called Catherine. I think she's the shopkeeper. <laughs> she has almost 30k followers and she gets all these unbelievable outfits from stuff that we all know like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Friends, Gilmore Girls. Wow. Does she make them or or sell, resell? Or sorry, she finds the exact piece and shows you it in detail in real life with the character photo as the reference. Oh my God. It's so good. It's like Hilda Spellman is here. Like, I love it. Wow. And, or like Jennifer Garner in 13 going on 30, Elle Woods, and like shows then the garments and it's like a carousel. It's really, it really made my day when I found it. So that's Cinema Spells on Instagram. So I'll put that in the show notes. Should you need a little Pick up after a tough week. Cinema spells. Like, look at what Hilda Smellman's wearing. I love it. I love it. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening to House of Gossip this week and tuning in. Hopefully you're listening to us on your way to work or on your way home from work or on your way out somewhere nice and Christmassy. Um, please follow us on Instagram. It's at Classy Cabana, at Soph underscore Lions. Let us know if there's anything you want our opinion on, our topics. We're thinking about doing potentially some subscription-only content, potentially in the future. Anything like that, we'd love your thoughts on. Yeah. Shout from the rooftops about Hog and its blessed return. You could give us a lovely little rating. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your brethren, write us a review, pen us a letter. We're all about the compliments here at House of Gossip Artists. Nearly love a compliment. Come join us on the farmhouse, I guess. Let's go. <laughs> Grab your pail. <laughs> I've now started snorting with my laugh. I was doing kind of on purpose there, but it kind of feels natural. It's kind of took off. I know. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat to you next week. Bye. Cheerio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.